Are you in search of your perfect cup of coffee at home? Do you crave a fresh cup of joe from the comfort of your own kitchen? Well, look no further because Black Sun Coffee is here to help. The medium roast from Black Sun Coffee features notes of Brazil nut, grapefruit, and oak. The freshness is guaranteed to start your day off right. Go to blacksuncoffee.com, that's B-L-V-C-K, and use the promo code CONFIDENCE20 for 20% off your next purchase. I'm Leah Shaw, and welcome to The Confidence Factor. When I read the bio for today's guest, I said this episode was probably going to go off the rails. We did take a few detours, but as I was listening to the preview, I found out they were 100% my fault, which I was not expecting at all. Based on the number of times I said, "Uh uh-huh, 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 during this episode, I was clearly eating up everything this person was saying, and I'm quite sure I was smiling the entire time. Today's guest talks about believing in yourself, believing in your uniqueness, and the importance of empowering others. Oh yes, I cannot forget to mention that there are actually two guests in this episode. Let's listen. Today's guest really needs no introduction, so I'm not going to give him one. Everything you need to know about him will be revealed by the end of this episode. If you've been with me for the first 10 episodes, please forget everything you know about this podcast because I don't know what's about to happen. So go ahead and start praying now. Please welcome to The Confidence Factor, comedian, graphic designer, life consultant, podcast host, basketball coach, the giver of tough love, media genius, the architect of my whole brand, and the co-creator of the world's most perfect five-month-old girl, Mr. John Bruin. That's a lot. Hello. It was a lot. Welcome. Hi. I don't know if I believe all of those. Oh, I knew but you were going to say that. I just don't like long intros for myself. That wasn't even long. Okay. I read paragraphs for other people. I couldn't find your bio. It may have been longer. I couldn't find it. I think I took it off my website. I the comedy bio is off my website. But the design bio is on my design website. I know, but I wanted the comedy one. Mm. It's okay. Okay. But I said what I wanted to say. Okay. And I believe all of them, I mean, if, even if you do not. That works for me. So, for the people, how do we know each other? Um, We live together. We're in a long-term relationship. We have a child together. Uh, yeah, we're together. We are. I don't know what else to say. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think that sums it up. I know you very well. True. I say that. Okay. So you know what this podcast is about? Do you know what um, this podcast is about? I know as much as probably any other guest. Okay. It's about confidence. Mm-hmm. That's, I got that from the title. Okay. Yeah. So glad. So I think, and this is me, and I've always felt this way. Um, I feel like you give off confidence. You give off a certain amount of bravado, if you will. You probably don't like that word either, but I'm using oh, it. I'm, this is your show. I'm listening. But 
to get things started, how do you define confidence? What is your definition? Acceptable pride. Okay. Because if you're too proud, you can become arrogant. But I think it's acceptable if you're just that acceptable pride you have can be considered confidence. Okay. So how is it that you got to this definition? Like looking at your own life experience, how did you arrive at this definition of acceptable pride? Well, Which I like it. Unearned. Well, it's in certain ways. I think I'm more competitive with people. So my confidence comes from being able to look at what someone else did and what I've done Mm -hmm. and knowing mine was either better or equal to. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud about that. Most things I try, I don't have a piss poor effort. I'm usually at the top or I'm usually at the standard. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's hot. I mean, the standard. I mean, not really below average on much things. Mm-hmm. Some things, yes, but most that I really put effort into, I believe I got to the standard of doing them. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of that. I'm not, I don't fuck up often. Okay. So I said a lot of things in your non-introduction introduction um, in terms of uh, comedian, graphic designer, all the things that you do or have done, um, which of those things do you feel most confident in? Mm, most confident. Graphic design. I think that business, I've been doing it longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've grown with it more. And it gives me what I put into it. Mm-hmm. Other things I do is for the love of the game. A lot of it, I don't have instant gratification from it. It's not like, mm-hmm. do this, get paid. Okay. It's a lot of it's like if I if I stick with this, I can it might pay off. Mm-hmm. You don't get instant gratification from comedy. No, not anymore. Huh? My goals are bigger. I don't care about a laugh anymore. Oh. It used to be if I make this joke work. Mm-hmm. Now it's a uh, it's more of a business. Mm-hmm. It's more like a game. One quarter, second quarter, third quarter. I always have just one thing that makes me happy from it. Mm-hmm. It's made it hard to love it though, because of that. Because um. It's no longer what I thought it was as a child. Mm-hmm. Or when I grew up, I thought comedy was just going on stage and being a funny kid mm-hmm. or being a funny person. Then you get into it, you realize, oh, that funny shit don't mean much. It's like mm-hmm. funny is like 20%. The rest is really other stuff, tangibles, intangibles, whichever one fits that. Okay. What did you want to originally like going thinking all the way back? Mm-hmm. When I grow up, I want to be a Dame boy. Dash. What? I wanted to be Dame Dash growing up. Elaborate on that. Uh, was well, two people I looked at as a child. Uh-huh. Will Smith on the Fresh Prince show, not Will Smith the rapper, but okay. the Fresh Prince Will Smith, that okay. character, mm-hmm. and Dame Dash were the two biggest influences. Then third would be Jay Z and Michael Jordan. Okay. And then. They round off to more things as I got older, but those like the initial, mm-hmm. the Fresh Prince was like the coolest thing in the world to me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what was it about Dame Dash? Well, what like he of, had the bravado. What? I really, uh, mm-hmm. he had the attitude I thought was uh, best, and okay. I found out his history. He went to private school. I was in private school. He mm-hmm. lived hood adjacent. Mm-hmm. I identified with that more than Jay Z. Like everybody loved Jay. My, my cousin Aunt, he loved Jay. I loved Dame. 
Mm-hmm. I have some characteristics from, you know, hearing the music. It influenced me, but for the most part, I just wanted to be like, damn, I thought that was the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's affected me in some parts of my life. Mm-hmm. But that's who I always wanted to be like. Interesting. So then what was it about what they or he or whatever, however you want to define it, did that make, like, I want to do that? Dane would tell people more than ask. Mm. He would go into offices, show his ass, cuss mm-hmm. people out. He was unapologetic because he believed in what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Whether anybody else did or not, mm-hmm. he didn't care. He would roast people. He would tease them. It was a lot I liked about him because I was always told I was a jerk or an asshole. So see somebody what? at the highest level, like I, not high, but at a level where they told me his behavior is unacceptable, but look at this nigga. He, he doing it. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, shit, I don't got to change too much. Mm-hmm. I also have a talent. Dame couldn't rap. He just could sell. Mm-hmm. I could sell and kind of a talent to sell myself first, trying to find a, <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to find a Jay-Z type to make my life complete. So, Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, because as you were describing him, I saw some parallels. Uh, what do you see parallels in how you conduct business now between definitely, you and Dane? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in empowering people around you. Mm-hmm. And if everyone stays honest and fair and doesn't get greedy, you'll be successful. Everything I've ever done that was everybody stayed in the position they were supposed to be like everybody did their job correctly and nobody got ahead of themselves or cut corners ran perfectly so when people try to get they start putting feelings over facts Mm -hmm. and that's when things get messed up because they feel like they should have more they feel like something should be some different way Mm -hmm. and that should is the worst thing in the world to me Mm. should is just failed attempts Mm -hmm. that shouldn't have happened you should do this it's never you can't live in should. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. You host a podcast. Yes. That's sincerely about bombing. It's changing, but yes. Okay. Um, or you hosted a podcast. That oh, was about <laughs> oh, no, it's still, it's still happening. Okay. Season two starts uh, April. Okay. Um, so how have those moments where things ha- didn't go the way you had hoped whether it's a joke or anything else in your life Wh- what did you take away from those moments and then how did you use those moments well to me the best stories are when you fail okay because if you can see that you failed you can laugh about it it's funny now because mm-hmm. you can tell it from a place where you didn't you know the bad guy wins that those type of stories stick with you a little longer mm-hmm. so with the bombing podcast um some of my best conversations with comedians would be about the bad shows we've had. Mm, mm-hmm. Like we're sitting in a diner talking trash and it's always the worst show or the worst place you've been. And those stories were always better and people didn't hear those. You always see the good stuff. But the, the bad is just as funny mm-hmm. if you give it the right context. Okay. What's your best worst story? Uh, I did one where my mom came to the show. She brought her co-workers. Family was there. I was at the Terry Macklin Center in, in Solon. It's okay. by next to the movie theater. It used to be so gone now, I believe. But I was doing comedy maybe for a year almost. And I bit off more than I can chew. Because mm-hmm. I was still doing open mic stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had to do a real show, which was a black show too. It was older black. And I was doing white bar. Mm-hmm. Those ain't the same audiences. So I tried to do some things and it didn't. 
the first two minutes, they was, they was laughing a little bit. Like, it was, they weren't checked out yet. Mm-hmm. I made one bad joke. And I, you could tell that I reacted to it, too. By the end of, like, maybe five minutes into my set, I remember this old man had a cane in front of him. He had his hand, like, on the cane. It's like mm-hmm. an old dude. I see him moving. He put his cane behind his chair. And then he gave me the boo and the, the <laughs> Apollo jump. And he, like, doing his hands like this. Uh-huh. And everybody joined in. And, I mean, I didn't run out. I just laughed and just, you know, I said, okay, y'all not messing with me. And then I got off stage. Then the uh-huh. host went to the comedy's hard. That's one of the worst things to hear. After you get off stage and then go on top and say, comedy's hard. Uh, you know, y'all, y'all don't know how it is. Like, damn, I don't apologize <laughs> for me. Just let me take this and go down. But the worst part, I sat down at, uh, I was with Aunt. He was there too with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at a table by themselves. Just Aunt, his dad, and like three other seats. Mm-hmm. Four seats, whatever. I go sit at the table, and his dad said, you ain't got to sit with us. We know you with us, but they don't got to know that. I said, God damn. <laughs> I went and sat by the water fountain. <laughs> he ain't really mean it, like, get up, but it's like, you know, we all, we kind of tough like that. We say things, and it's like, uh-huh. I mean, go in the corner. I went in the corner, I laughed about it, and I realized what I need to do better. So that was my favorite one, though, the embarrassment I felt from that. Mm-hmm. My mom was, was there. Was all on the same night? Yeah. My mm-hmm. mom was there. She invited her old coworkers, people from Warrensville. What my, did she say? Oh, uh, you know, she ain't had no bad thing to say. She said, I'll see you later. She ain't never really get too much into that. Mm-hmm. She ain't really trying to say, baby, you going to. No, she just, <laughs> it was fun. Like, she had fun. She don't really criticize her, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, I'm trying to think of what I want to ask. Am I correct in my assessment of you that you are could be considered a confident person? Yeah, I believe so. I think okay. I'm pretty confident. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared. I don't, I don't scare easily. True. Very true. So what would you then say is your confidence factor? What is that special something that you have when you enter a room that only you have? <sighs> I don't know if it's only I have. Well. But I think my confidence factor would be I believe I'm different, even when I'm not. Mm. Even if I'm the same as someone else, I just feel like I'm just different enough to be mm-hmm. unique enough. Like I just feel like I'm just different enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm that. Okay. So can you think of a time when that was on full display, like a situation which everything was just working in your favor, everything was going on all cylinders, and it's like this moment of like, yeah, I got it. I'm different. <laughs> I don't know if it was a moment. It's been things that have happened. Okay. That have been, I've just thought like, I don't think everybody has this happen to them. Mm, okay. Um. Like after certain weekends with comics, like I'll host a weekend. I'll just be the MC. I mean, it's the MC, then the feature. It was really like a traveling comic, and then the headliner. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was trying to get to become a feature mm-hmm. and trying to get to that field or whatever, get that promotion, mm-hmm. I would just be cool with the headliners and just would hang out with them sometimes. And I would start getting phone numbers from them, and we would stay in contact, and we would they would like my stuff on Instagram, so they would pay attention to like, you know they, they pay attention, you know that type of stuff. And I just like every comic didn't have that. I realized that later on from other mm-hmm. comics friends of mine that mm-hmm. they didn't have the same access to the comics that we all worked with. Just I was somehow the one that they talked to again. Mm-hmm. So that was like a 
I just feel like I'm different enough. Like everybody wants to do this, but they can't. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's skill. I told you, I think it's luck. Mm-hmm. A lot of luck. I just hope it's the right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. What do you think my confidence factor is? Knowing that you know your shit. I think you know whenever you say something or talk about something, you know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I haven't had a conversation with you where you just... I haven't had a real conversation with you where you just will say whatever and talk out your ass about something. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking... If we're being silly in the house, yes, that's... But you know, even then, you're not really like, what's... Is chicken tuna or fish? Like, you don't... <laughs> you never had one of those moments. Uh-huh. So, it's like, you know... I don't know. I think that you just... You're not wrong often, or if you don't know, you would you would know you don't know. Okay. So, I've, concrete self awareness. Okay. I was just <laughs> curious. I just wanted to toss that question in there because this is about you, not me. Oh man! But, but I a lot to of throw that in there. But they're kind of synonymous. What do you mean? Me and you. Yeah. So it's like not like I'm gonna have a thing to say on this podcast. It, <laughs> it's not gonna be breaking news to anyone like you. Not you wouldn't know anything new, but everybody else might. Sorry, I'm burped. <laughs> All good. So, as a girl dad, what do you hope for our daughter in terms of confidence? Hmm. Uh, I want her to believe she's different, too. Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays when everybody feels like they're different, when they're really the same. Mm-hmm. Like I was uh, telling my aunt, my cousin, once again, about um, there's like a you know like a dumb thing like a myth or urban myth that goes around that every generation gets more attractive. And I'm like I told him I think we have now hit the wall on that because girls are killing their face with makeup and eyelashes, so they don't even have a chance to have their face even grow in the sun. They put so much stuff on their face. I think we finally panned out with the I think the '80s babies wins again, you know. <laughs> but uh, everybody's so caught up in with how they feel as a majority verse, feelings for real. Like, mm-hmm. you can't like that unless you, 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 if you like that, you are this. We're a whole generation of those people who buy this suggestion, people. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't think people are that unique. So I hope she can be unique. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope she likes what she likes, not because it's popular. Because mm-hmm. it might become popular if you really like it, you know. I, I could type. Everybody around me wasn't really typing. Mm-hmm. It, it panned out for me. Mm-hmm. Having a little bit of being computer illiterate helped out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like some dog millionaire. Like I'm the sum of all my experiences. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I want her to have those same experiences. Mm-hmm. Where like something she just picked up from doing this one time, this one thing, and then it come back later, she can take care of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've had a lot of moments in your life like that. Like what may have seen like a random one-off has come back around for you. I'm sorry, my, my daughter's crying. <laughs> I'm like, I was just going to say, the whole family is here in the studio today, everybody. So sometimes we have to be parents. So uh, hold, please. I'm back. Welcome back. So do you find that that's been the case? Like one-off moments that have come back? Yes, I believe that I should have been, uh, I believe I should have not have made a lot of, like, as far as I have in certain things. Mm-hmm. I thought I shouldn't, like, a lot of times, I'm like, man, how did I get here? How am I in this position? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't, 
to me, I didn't feel special for a while. I thought it was like, oh, everybody's doing the same thing. I'm not different. Mm-hmm. Then I realized if every, if I see everybody the same, then that's the majority. I, I can like lift my head up a little bit and see around me. Mm-hmm. I started doing that more often as opposed to letting things happen and then trying to get involved. Just do them and mm-hmm. see what happens. So when did it change when you realized that, oh, wait, no, I'm not like everybody else and I might be just a little bit different? When 20, did that change for you? 24. Okay. It's hard talking to you about it. I thought I found out I was cute around my twenties. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was cute. I thought I was a regular dude at, at best, mm-hmm. you know, because most of my friends were dudes, so we'd always crack jokes about how I look. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, big teeth, big nose, that stupid shit stuff. And then you've already said words. I know, I know. <laughs> but then you know, uh, as an adult, you meet a woman who just likes you that one day really fast. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. hmm, maybe I'm I'm cute enough to be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And then you know, you just get confidence from that then you realize you, you read some books growing up so some things come up you can talk about them and then that happens you talk to people you probably wouldn't really hang out with mm-hmm. like uh, I was at a, I did a Valentine's Day show and um, I'm sitting at the table with everybody my age because it was older it was like a family function type thing but mm-hmm. they were all going around the table talking about what they like their college education everybody's like I've got my doctorate coming I got my master's coming mm-hmm. and it got to me so I, I dropped out but I'm about to go up there so I mean I guess I got mm-hmm. a bachelor's in entertainment mm-hmm. and I just thought that was funny and I went up and I did a little comedy mm-hmm. but yeah so how would you that how would you have described yourself before this realization and then how has that changed in the after uh at first I was trying to find something mm-hmm. then I got focused on actually doing it like before I didn't know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and then I figured I, I figured it out I said okay I'm pretty good at this I'm gonna do this for a while this seemed like it has some potential mm-hmm. then I'm like oh, I, I always wanted to try comedy let me just try comedy mm-hmm. did that and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. like I was expecting to get booed off stage the first time mm-hmm. it took me about seven months <laughs> <laughs> So I was already in. So I just, and I was always a try it person. Yeah. So, you know, talk to strangers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Before I ask the last, well, two things before I ask my final question. Um, and this has gone like pretty standard. I'm, I'm surprised. Why? I don't know. I thought this was going to go off the rails at some it point. It can. We can do that. What do you want to talk about? I don't know if I wanted to go off the rails. I like Let's it Let's have fun. Let's no. have fun. Oh, no. I like it here. We're good. How do you want to have What What's fun? Mm-hmm. I don't either. Dig deep. Give me the cry. Like, uh, what was it? <laughs> Fix my life. What's her name? Van Zant. Oh, gosh. I'm not going to make you cry. Um, shoot. Now I lost my question. Oh, um, just because I feel like because even as I've been setting up people, I had one person say, oh, I think I want to try comedy. Like, I got to talk to John. So, and no matter if it's comedy or anything, like, what advice would you give to people who want to try their hand at X, Y, and Z? Like, what would be your advice, comedy or whatever else? Fail first. Mm-hmm. Just try it. Fail first. Before you say you can't, fail first. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of things and I failed. And some things I haven't. I had to try it. Like, I've bit off more than I can chew numerous times, mm-hmm. and I've 
survive. That's all I really look at. Like, just try. I mean, worst case, you already have a no. Mm-hmm. So if you ask, it becomes a yes. That's all you can really do. Fail first. Before you can have an idea, don't let fear tell you, oh, man, if I do this, I'm going to fail. Well, fail first then. If you already know what's going to happen, prove it right. Mm-hmm. And if you're wrong, it's good. So it's just, that's it. I just tell people fail first. Mm-hmm. Anytime I want to try comedy, come on down. Worst case, you bomb. You walk away tomorrow. Trust me. Like I've done it numerous times. Still here. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So I mean, you already know this last question, so it may not end up being the last question. We'll see. So pick a number between one and thirty-seven. Uh. Sixteen. Okay. So knowing what you know now, thinking back over everything you've experienced, what would you tell your 16-year-old self? Try harder. (laughs) Try harder. Uh, I think I got, I think I learned rules and would do just enough to get by. Like, I'd always play in the rules. Mm. Like, not follow them, but just, I'm not breaking the rules. I might bend on it, might lean on it, nudge, but I'm not bend, I'm not breaking the rules. I'm just doing enough. Mm-hmm. If I want to try to do that whole, uh, if I'd put more effort in doing the right thing, I might have learned something. Mm-hmm. Learn more. She wants eye contact. That's what this is about. Oh, what is she doing over there? She's Hold on. not drinking out the bottle. I should take yeah, it from. She just snatched it out of your hand. Yeah. She has plenty of milk in there. Has she pooped today? No. I don't think she's pooping, but right. it did sound like it though. Yeah, she had the strain in her face. It was kind of red. Oh, did she? Well, it's not. It's over now. She would have it. She would cry if she was sitting in poop still. She this is it. true. But yeah, we're parents, everybody. Mm-hmm. How's that though. been for you? Let's talk about parenting uh, for a second. That works. Okay. Um, scary as fuck. Uh huh. Like, Every day, exhausting. It's, and it's it's. I can talk to you about this. It's. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna remove you from your podcast host, not like in the house. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting in the way that you're not doing good enough. Mm-hmm. Like everything I'm doing is at half speed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, graphic design, half speed. So, I need longer deadlines. Comedies, half speed. Jokes aren't getting worked on enough. Mm-hmm. So, I'm lacking, but then I'm also promoting still. So, I'm getting booked on stuff. So, now it's all right. It's half, half speed for me, to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, relationship wise, half speed as a partner. Uh, dad wise half speed as a dad because mm-hmm. I only can do so much mm-hmm. and that still don't mean shit because it's like well you can't complain to you but I can't complain to Leah because she's doing the shit I can't do she with the baby all fucking day I, I won't I can't I can't do a whole day. I got something to do. Mm-hmm. 
Like I, I can't stay in the house all day. I did not have the house at <laughs> the point where it's like, oh, I'm here mm-hmm. all day. It's like, no, especially now. So it's like everything's has to be. But it's like it's still not enough. I need to find some way to do this. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's that's life. So that's been like the hardest part is just staying. I make jokes about stopping. Mm-hmm. Like not dying. Mm-hmm. Just stopping everything. Yeah. It's like, man, if I wasn't so goddamn ambitious, I could just sit the fuck down and just be a regular or be a bum. Like, be a bum, nigga. That'd be so easy. Yeah, be a bum. But it'd be fun. It's like it'd be fun. They, they don't really have the same stress. I might get my hair back if I was a, <laughs> if I was a bum. It's uh-huh. like, you know what? I ain't gonna do nothing good. Just do all trash. Just work somewhere that I don't care about and just look forward to the weekend. I don't have a day I look forward to, really. What? No. Nah. Like it's not like it's, and I'm not when I say this I'm not like, sad at all. Yeah. It's just no, man. I can't wait till the the, the this oh. day because every day is some shit I got to do. Yeah. Like oh first of the month. All right, so this should come out the account. This come out the account. This come out the account. I got to get paid soon yeah. for this, this, that, and the other. Or I got to get these invoices out for this before the deadline. Mm-hmm. I got to go to this place on this date. I got to go to this place on that date. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, I don't and no no day makes me uh excited on the calendar really like oh man i'm gonna circle that day because that's gonna be the day i do something fun it's like yeah i'm working on this i'm doing on that tomorrow i'm doing this the other day mm-hmm. so you need a friday because you know like nah, I look my fridays to, even i look because i you know like i look forward to fridays because that's the the day i get to go to work love you but that's the day yeah. I get to go and to that's work. why the friday is different to me because friday for me is the yeah. day i take off a week so a day early i'm I take off, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then I got to meet my daughter again. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what's changed about you in the last four days? Mm-hmm. What's the new thing? that I, What did I see last? What did I not? What's the update from last Friday? Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm. other than that, I'm playing catch up. That's all it really is. I feel like I'm playing catch up on everything. I don't know if I'm behind, but I ain't, I ain't ahead of shit. I know that. So we've talked a lot about confidence today. We talked a little bit about parenting today. um, And we had some moments there just to kind of tie it all together and to uh, bring it back and bring it back to a close. Um, When you found out you were going to be a dad, how confident did you feel? Negative five on a scale of one to 10. Mm -hmm. Um, I had no idea what life was going to be like because the world just ended Mm -hmm. pandemic had just started and now i'm having a baby Mm -hmm. so i gotta worry about wearing a mask worrying about what i'm gonna do for a living Mm -hmm. and now i have to make a living so it's still a lot of pressure in first i think i didn't get a uh, my head above water until her second month Mm-hmm. Of her being born. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was just all free falling, trying to get that parachute like James Bond, just floating in the air, trying to grab it. Mm-hmm. And that was like I still have no idea what I'm doing. Well, who does? And I and I will say I knew from the beginning. If the one thing I was always very sure of, I'm like, 
he would be an excellent dad, even when you didn't necessarily believe it. I didn't think that. Um, I always felt that way about you, and I always felt that he'll take care of us. And through a pandemic, we'll see. It, <laughs> I mean, so far, I mean, it's just amazing the way things have evolved. I don't know if evolve is the right word or transformed, or I don't know what the word is from, you know, not knowing what life was going to be like in terms of your career as a comedian to, well, I guess I'm a graphic designer again. And where, you know, well, I guess I'm a graphic designer again has transformed into over the scope of a year. When you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But I always knew everything was going to be okay. And it has been. I know you're in, we'll see. But uh, so far it has been. I mean, I'm taking. I, I still, I'm still out. I'm, the jury's still out on me. I'm still like, man, we'll see. Like, we'll see. She ain't cussed at you yet. She ain't told you, I hate you yet. We'll see. Who me or the baby? The baby. Oh, okay. I don't care what you say. Okay. I really wouldn't like. You don't put fear in my heart. Like as far as like, oh man, she gonna get mad at me. I don't mm-hmm. operate like that with you. It's like, yeah, she would like this. Mm-hmm. It's not really like oh, the ball and change. Like, well, that's I, I wouldn't want you to see me that way, so that's good. It took me a while to get there. Because mm-hmm. at first I'm like, man, I don't, she might not like this. I'm having fun. Let me stop having fun and go home. Because <laughs> there's no curfew for comics. I don't have a curfew. I never had a curfew. Oh, yeah. And I'm... Sh- I'd be feeling bad telling... Uh, Comics to leave because I, hey man, I can't be out to four in the morning. We gotta start our conversation now, so oh. I gotta get out. The, I gotta get out of here. Uh-huh. Me and me and the, the guy have to have our our decompression of the weekend. So, so he has to be human. I have to be human. We get to just both complain about everything. Uh-huh. So, but then that's that's. I'll text you like, hey, I'm still here. Here's the drinks. <laughs> it's like we're almost done. Don't worry, we don't drink too much. We just drink. It's not like you get hammered. But yeah. It's just like this the, the hangout. You know, my whole life was a hangout. Mm-hmm. So like I could sleep Tuesday, <laughs> pack Wednesday, mm-hmm. leave Thursday, Friday there, Saturday there, Sunday there, Monday drive back, mm-hmm. do it again. Or if I'm home for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. be a boyfriend. But or a couple of days, just, you know, we made it work. Mm-hmm. But, but that was, I'm still just trying. I don't got a plan. I try and do uh, risk assessments <laughs> every day. Mm-hmm. Like, what will not damage? Like, I don't, like I don't know what's gonna happen. That's it. I was like, I prepare for the worst. Mm-hmm. That's how I parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as long as the baby don't lose a limb I'm doing okay well I think we're doing more than okay we've got a special little baby over there you're holding I mean she is she know what cameras are apparently because when the cameras are on she is <laughs> she's like you thought it was like a caption saying cue baby screaming <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah she was right on cue 
But, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. I love her little family. Oh, me too. <laughs> As she starts crying. Well, is there anything else we want to talk about? Because uh, I think she's about done. I think she's telling us, uh, mom and dad, wrap it up. So, any final thoughts or words of wisdom or anything you want to say about anything? Um, mm, I enjoy this. All of it. That's her hand, just the microphone. <laughs> but I enjoy, you know, I enjoy life. I've always enjoyed life, though. I've never was like, un- and I, people think I'm unhappy because I go on stage and kind of complain about stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just the, I complain about the worst feelings. Because mm-hmm. I don't act on them. I just like to help be evil. That's it. <laughs> That's all I think in my, like I have those things, thoughts in my head all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be fucked if that really happened. And it's like, that's funny to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm tired of being a dad. Like, how do these dudes complain so much about not being dads? Like, <laughs> like they have so much sleep. I know they do. <laughs> they got favorite stuff. Like, they get to know what games come. I don't know what time a game come on because of Hulu. Mm. If I'm on and Hulu says, hey, you know, you still like basketball. They're still playing. <laughs> so like, oh, I guess I'll watch this game. But other than that, I don't. But I'm not mad at it because, like, the pop culture is not my life. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, you realize those things as you get older. You realize, okay, some things aren't really important. Mm-hmm. Like, that, the best song ever going to that place that one time. Looking back, it was a memory I got. That's it. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Only thing I miss is Vegas. That's the only thing I miss because it's legal and I can play poker, mm-hmm. which is all I used to like to do. Well, once we get her trained. Because it costs nothing to go. It's like, oh, I'm just going to Vegas and just not be around. Yes, you don't know nothing. You can go to Vegas, kind of. Get you a passport, go to Niagara Falls on the Canada side. It's kind of like Vegas for babies. <laughs> My phone makes noise. Hi, baby. We're going to end it soon because it's time for you to go to bed. Oh, yeah, I got to go to get um, more stuff. So, more, yeah, yeah. We, got more, we got baby stuff. We got parents and stuff to do. Okay, so we're going to end it there. Uh, where can people find you on social media as the baby reaches? You something. don't have social media yet, something. Harper. I'm talking to dad. So, uh, dad, where are you on social media? What are you working on? Where do you want to tell the people? And then we will call it a night. Uh, John Bruton on everything, uh, except for Twitter. I'm John V. Bruton, um, but it's John B-R-U-T-O-N on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, my website is uh, BrutonCreative.com, and I have other websites, JohnBrutonComedy.com. We have uh, GoldenOxNetwork.com coming out, um, Make Him Laugh TV.com. I think that's all for now. Mm-hmm. Divine Legacy is the thing I'm helping out with. I don't have my name on that too much because I'm me and clothing things aren't. I'm not a clothing line person. Oh but. gosh. So uh, uh, Harper, do you want to say something? You keep reaching for the mic. Don't eat the mic. Don't lick the mic. What do you you want to say something? She's looking at it real tough. Hello. <laughs> Nothing to say. 
Oh, okay, that's that's what we've got. That's all. Well, that's it. I must say, and that's it for the episode, folks. We'll have a Steph Curry moment eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I am. Give her a couple, because she is really looking at this mic. All right. We'll call that a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Confidence Factor. Be sure to check out my website at www. Dot B-E-S-H-A-W-E-S-O-M-E or Beshawsome.com. You can also check me out on Instagram at B.Shawsome. As always, thank you to Golden Ox Studios for making this a reality week after week.